I'm going to be a star, a bright shining star. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 100. Made it to 100 episodes. It's the first podcast I have that's made it that to that to those heights. Crazy. Today's episode is Fear the Walking Dead, 315, Things Bad Begun. And speaking of bad begun, the sentence... If that's the starting of a sentence, things bad begun, dot, 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 that is a bad way to begin your sentence. It's a kind of a, you know, it's own prophecy. Anyway, uh, this is episode 100. It's crazy. I, I, weird because I just watched the episode 800, I guess you'd call it. It's just called, uh, the hell is that called? Uh, the Behind the Dead. It's kind of a upcoming uh, things to come in season eight of The Walking Dead. And they're talking about how 801 for The Walking Dead, the original, will be episode 100. And I was like, oh, man, I should do this 100 for that 100. And then I was like, going to The Walking Dead and then back to Fear the Walking Dead and then back to The Walking Dead, it would have driven me insane. It just would have bothered the shit out of me. So I decided not to do that. And uh, it's my one opportunity to do it, and I'm just not going to take advantage of it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it at all, guys. Sorry. I I blew it. And And I knew it, and I glue it what am i doing uh anyway so today's episode is like i said things bad begun episode 315 it is the second to last episode of this season for fear the walking dead this i have seen the it's a double episode but it is technically two episodes i've seen both so i know how this all ends Uh, i usually if i ever watch ahead and and kind of backtrack i do uh say in the beginning of the episode i that I, i do know what happens after this which usually means I'm not going to make any predictions this episode because obviously I know it's going to happen. Anyway, so this one starts off. Nick is apparently a headhunter now for the drug dealer guy at the bar. In the last episode, he took one of those, one of those fucking like a brainstem or something, and he drank it, him and Troy. And he comes in, he brings in a bunch of heads, and they're going through them. And then he's like, oh, here's a good one. And he hands it over to Nick. He's like, oh, no, thank you, sir. That's uh, too too rich for my blood. No, thank you. And I'm like, motherfucker, in the last episode, you, you took that exact same drug Asking where animal it's from, and he goes, do you really want to know? And he goes, nah, and take, took it anyway. So now you're all too high and mighty to take this fucking brainstem drug? What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, my God. He, he, no, Nick. You, you took it. You're a drug addict. Just fucking take it again. What do you care? Anyway, um, we also see Victor and Madison. They just got to the dam, like, moments ago, and they're out there dreaming about, like, a Christmas. And they miss, you know, miss that sort of shit, like, family, and they're kind of, like, drinking and, and just dreaming, you know. Setting up some things that are gonna happen in the next two episodes. Just really going at it, and you know, brainstorming. Uh, they're per- sorry for uh, be- blowing that bee there. Brainstorming is what I meant to say uh, about like their perfect Christmas and what they wish this world could be. Blah blah blah. Um, we see Alicia and Madison. Uh, what? No, that's her mom. Alicia and the new Michelle girl. I don't know her name. I don't care. I'm not gonna learn it. Probably. It's um, she's just gonna be new new Michonne for me. That's all I'm gonna ever call her. She's uh, they're, they're driving and Michonne is trying to talk her into selling her hair because it's so beautiful. And the actress is like, oh, come on. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, can we feed her ego a little bit? <laughs> like, she's like, come on, you have these beautiful locks. You could, you could make a, a killing selling this, selling your hair. Like, who's buying hair in this world? That's a weird, a weird necessity. Who, who's purchasing this? It seems like a, a strange market at this point <laughs> in the world. 
I don't know what you're going to do with it. Are they making, like, fucking rope? I don't... Because rope still exists. You can just go buy... Go... You know, buy... You don't have to buy at all. You can just go grab rope somewhere. It, it's a... It's a free range. You can just go take whatever you want. This is what some people dream about. It's weird. Anyway, they're talking. Another car hits them. It's pretty gruesome. The, the accident. They get thrown, thrown around in the car. Uh, they get out. These guys are trying to grab the women. And then uh, Alicia scares them off with a gun. And she looks over. She sees that Numa Schoen has a broken leg. I'm guessing that happened in the, during the accident. This whole scene was a kind of a clusterfuck. And they're all like, oh, we'll run away. And I was like, who wrecks their car just to do I don't understand. If anything, they should have just followed them and taken them, you know, when they had a chance instead of, let's, let's risk our lives by crashing right into them. Unless it was an accident, a genuine accident, and then they're like, let's take advantage and rape these women. <laughs> like, my head space after a, a horrible car accident would not be on my, on my penis. Other than, like, is it still attached to my body? Other than that, I don't think I'm like, I got to get this shit wet. Quick. I need a, a, a CC of... of a, I almost said PC. Uh, uh, you know what I meant. I, I need... Uh, it's fucking weird. It's, they're so immediately on this. So it leads me to believe they did it on purpose. So there could have been easier ways to get these women. Just chase them. Just chase them. They have to stop at some point. Obviously. They're not going to just keep driving forever. Anyway. Um, and there's a whole plot point here where suddenly these narcos are coming for the dam that our group has barely gotten to. They like they've been there twenty minutes and all of a sudden they're already like oh there's a fucking narcos are coming because this uh, this is who Victor was talking to in the last episode remember that mysterious meeting where I'm like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about this is what he's talking about he's gonna have these narcos come to get the water I couldn't quite understand it they all decide to put all these detonators all over the dam to blow it up in case they take it over kind of a last ditch effort and they're like yeah but then the water and be like yeah but then everyone will have water it'll be really really peaceful guys you know everyone wants water. Uh, whatever. It's just like a set up this immediate danger when we didn't even get there yet. It's like they just got out of danger two minutes ago. Now they're like, all right, another enemy. I was like, Jesus Christ, slow down. Anyway, Walker decides to leave. He, uh, he, he's going to go. He's going to go find some of the stragglers, anyone in his group that got left behind because it is official at this point. His entire group is dead. Anyone that was at the, the ranch is dead. Everyone is dead. It was so ridiculous that only the main characters lived. It was really stupid. It really was. It was fucking... It was so stupid. That's all I can really say about it. Every single person who wasn't a main character died. Every single one of them. Fuck you. I don't believe it. No. I, I don't rarely call this show out for being stupid, but that was stupid. They could have had, like, a handful of people show a handful of people be like, hey, we all lived. But no, every single person but Alicia. It's so stupid. Anyway. Um, and then... Uh, Ophelia, but she died anyway, so who gives a shit? Uh, let's see here. Daniel talks to Nick about what happened, and like he's like, were you there for Ophelia? And he's like, I wasn't, but I was there when you know, the whole thing went down and the, the horde came in. He's like, and for some reason, Daniel's like, the horde wouldn't have come on its own. Someone must have led him there. Was it was it Troy? And I was like, well, come on. Like, I get that Daniel's like a smart guy, and he's uh, like, he sees deeper, but he has like Pollock's Troy disease. He just knows what happened. He's like, that's, that's not my brother. Someone must have switched faces with him. Like, who the fuck thinks that way? Nobody does. He just immediately knows someone let a horde there out of thin air. He, it's like he read the goddamn script. Like, like uh, D, uh, sorry, Nick was carrying around the script, dropped it, and then Daniel picked it up, and he's like, oh, oh, shit. But, the, like, the names were censored out, so he's like, was it you? You led the horde there. And he's like, it wasn't me. It was Troy. He's like, those guys, fucking kid's dead. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, there's this strange sexual energy between Troy and Madison. 
they're down, they're putting the charges up, like the detonators and everything, and then uh, they're talking, and they're like, are they flirting? Like, Troy's really hitting it hard, like, slamming his dick on her. And Madison's not exactly saying no. She's kind of she's kind of down for it. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll hear this out. Like, I'm not into it, into it, but, like, you could sway me. You could, I could, I could, if you swayed your dick back and forth, I could be hypnotized by it. We'll see what happens here. I have no idea. I'm up for anything. I'm a dumb, dumb asshole. Madison, oh my God, we'll get into her in a moment here. So Alicia was, she, she took um, new Michonne there to a doctor. It ends up being the, the leader of the proctors who are the, I guess the narcos, I guess. And they're, they're the ones that are going to the dam to take it over. Anyway, the, there's a hick doctor there who looks like a fucking hick, Hick Bill Paxton. It's, it's hard to say that, you know, fast. Hick Bill Paxton. Hey, did it. Uh, he's there, and he's they bring in the leader of the Proctors, and he looks like Dwight from The Walking Dead, but he's in a wheelchair. And then uh, he does this thing where he's like, you know, you're going to do surgery on my spine or some shit. He has like a tumor pressing against the spine that keeps him from walking. And he's like, you're going to help me, Alicia. You're going to help the doctor. And he's like, she's like, why would I do that? And he goes, well... Anyone that helps me in my surgery will be rewarded handsomely. And she's like, and if it fails, he goes, well, also, I have a contingency plan, which is anybody in the room for my surgery, it will be shot and killed. And she's like, all right. I'm like, what do you mean all right? Like, why the fuck would anybody want to work? That's not exactly the, the best work environment when you want someone, you want your doctor to be cool and evil, even-handed and, and like, I know what I'm doing. I am confident if I, if I fail. I don't want to fail out of professional, you know, because that's a, this is my job. I'm a doctor. I don't want to fail. You don't want them being like shaking, like if I fuck this up, I'll get shot in the fucking face, and that's it for me. No more doctoring, no more anything, no more living. It's just that's it. And then the, that the, that in itself causes them to fuck it up and, and like cripple you for life or kill you or who knows what the fuck they could do. They're working with your goddamn spine there. I've had spine surgery before. It is. It sucks. It fucking sucks. It's scary. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. Anyway, uh, not a good uh, work environment there. Proctor leader, where the fuck his name is. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Anyway, uh, Madison finds out that, because they're talking with Nick. Nick comes in, and they're working on the chargers for like an hour and a fucking half for some goddamn reason. She finds out that Troy led the horde, and then she gets mad, and then very impulsively, she makes the worst impulsive decision she's ever made by just smacking Troy in the head with a goddamn rock hammer and just kills him and just kills him in a, in a manner that he would not come back as a zombie because she ruined the brain. She just brutally murders the man and then it walks away. And I was like, but it, it didn't really work for me because it, it, Daniel would have made sense. Daniel lost somebody because of, of this guy. Madison didn't lose a goddamn person because of him, other than like strangers, but not nobody in her family. Why the fuck would she take these drastic measures to do this to this fucking guy? It didn't make any sense to me. Didn't didn't work. Her character's weaker now. I, I think less of her than I already did. It's kind of amazing how they keep bringing this bitch down. I don't fucking get it. I don't understand what they they want you to hate their main characters, and that is insanity for me. And they surround her with these characters who have reason and like call her out in her shit and she never goddamn learns anything from it. She's just like a, a fucking brick wall. She is just a, a, a brick wall on legs. I think that's what I'll call her from now on. She is just, nothing's getting through to her. You're, you can bounce a fucking tennis ball off there. It's just going to come back at you with nothing new at it. It's just going to be the same tennis ball and you just, you're just playing with yourself at that point. She's not receiving anything. She's not giving anything back other than like you can say things to her and, and then and just your echo comes back to you. That's really it. That's all you're going to get out of her. Anyway, fucking terrible. 
Um, I guess the surgery worked, uh, even though the, you know, the threat of death. So he's kind of just like moving around immediately after. And I'm like, maybe, maybe a little bit of time, a little bit of recovery. But he's just back on his feet, and he's like, all right, let's get to it. Anybody play a two-hand touch? Let's get, let's get to it. What's, what's everybody standing around for? Oh, because of the murder thing? Yeah, no, that's fine. No, I was going to murder you. Absolutely, absolutely. You were going to be shot if I died. But come on, let's go Let's go. Uh, throw the Frisbee around. Come on. Let's go uh, ride some dirt bikes. You know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's do some crazy. Let's get some crazy going. The uh, Victor, the Victor, uh, Victor, the character named Victor, he pulls a gun on Lola and Daniel. I, I, I couldn't, I got to be honest, the whole Victor storyline, whenever it happened, I tuned out. I was just tuning out. He he keeps flip-flopping. He keeps explaining what he's doing, but he keeps doing the other thing, and he just keeps doing random shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tune out until this, this storyline wraps itself up. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I just was like, eh, I think he took pulled a gun on Lola and Daniel to get the detonator away from him. That's what I, I think happened. I don't give a shit why. I don't, I don't care. And, and they make it look like Daniel's like, like moving around really slowly, and he's walking it. And then he's coming at Victor. He's like, shoot me. If you're going to shoot me, you would have already. You're not a murderer. And then they fight over the gun. And I'm like, in reality, this old man would be a crazy slow target. Like, he cannot. He's like a. He's basically Steven Seagal. That's what he is. He's, he's Steven Seagal in this show. It's this crazy old man who, for some reason, has these, like, super fast reflexes and, like, like quick hand movements and he can fight with a knife and he can do anything. He seems immortal. He's like chubby. I love the actor. Don't get me wrong. I love this actor and I love the character, but I'm like, I don't like when they make him look like Steven Seagal and they make him look like he, he would not be this fast. He needs to be like more diplomatic and more cunning than he is a badass with like Jason Bourne type. It, it is very strange that they're doing this with him. I don't, I don't believe it. It happens in the next episode where he just like, he goes full Steven Seagal on some dudes in a, in a hallway or a stairwell. And it, it's just like, no, probably not. Cool looking, but really when you think about it, old man, old man, not going to work. Anyway, um, yeah, so they, they fight over the gun, Daniel and Victor, and then Daniel ends up getting shot in the cheek. And then uh, this is when Proctor's men show up. And then, uh, yeah, Daniel... <clears throat> Did I say Dan? I don't remember. I wrote my note here. Daniel finds Madison. I, I think in this scene where she, you know, I don't. I don't think I meant to write Daniel. I think I meant to write Victor. He walks in and he. So it's Victor walks into the to this room that Victor that Madison and uh, Nick are hanging out in. There's too many names. And uh, they, he walks in there and he says this line where he says, "That's fine. Berate me later." And I was like, but it sounded like it's fine. But rate me later. And I was like, did he just say but rate me later? I had to rewind. I'm like, I'll berate me later. It's a very unusual request to uh, ask someone in the middle of a shootout in the middle of a zombie apocalypse to just, you know, casually butt rape you later. I mean, uh, it, it was Vic. I mean, he's a gay guy, but still a strange request, strange request. It, rape is rape, I guess is my point, is what I really should focus on here. Rape is rape. You, don't, you wouldn't ask for it. <laughs> like, that kind of goes against the entire word. Very strange. Anyway, he, he did say berate. I'm, I'm fairly certain. Otherwise, um, his motives are even m more foggy than they were before. Uh, yeah, so they... Who, who cares? Who gives a shit? This storyline is stupid. This whole fucking Proctor thing is, is, isn't paying off until the next episode. This episode is just kind of filler until the finale. Not in a bad way like The Walking Dead does, where there's some episodes that focus on characters I don't give a shit about. I'm looking in your direction. Uh... Oh, fuck, I forgot her name, doesn't matter. Not Sasha, the other girl. Anyway, 
it, it just kind of filler, and it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, they're just hanging out, whatever. And then they do this ending scene here with uh, Madison Wake, you know, goes into the, she's making a Christmas dinner, she goes to the table, and she goes outside, she's making it, and everything's all fancy, it's all Christmased out. She goes outside, and then she sees a, a graveyard, a couple graves there, and it's like Travis's grave and bullshit, and then uh, she looks over, and there's Nick and Luciana, and they have a baby. And it's like this baby crying, and it's all these weird sound effects. And I was like, this looks like the Max Payne dream sequence. If you ever played that game, it is an infuriating couple levels where you have a dream sequence where your baby's getting killed. You have to follow these stupid fucking dots. And it's like this, imagine a black room where you can't see anything, but you're up in the air. And you're following these black dots through trails, and you have to go like through memories and shit. And it's all these like stupid baby crying the entire goddamn time. And if you fall, you like fall into the abyss. And it's like, it is so infuriating and so draining because that baby will not shut the fuck up. So you, I guarantee 100% of people who have played that level have, have just went, okay, mute. I, I can't even enjoy my game in, in half the level because it is so goddamn drainingly irritating. And, and you have to turn it off, the, the volume. And it's like, do I want to finish this game? It's one of my favorite games of all time. But I was like, I'm not certain I want to finish this because it is just uh, just overwhelming how annoying it is. Um, anyway, that's the end of this episode. The other one picks up where this one left off. Um, and it is a doozy, a real fucking doozy of, of... I couldn't figure out what the fuck is going on in the next episode. It is just, uh, they don't want to kill main characters, so they're just like... Let's, uh, let's let's find convenient ways to to save them and have really long drawn out talking conversations. That's right, talking conversations instead of the other ways. But you know what I mean. It's just like them going, we don't want to kill anybody. Well, so let's just uh, let's drag this out a little bit here. And uh, weird little like like I said, conveniences. Uh, we'll get there in the next episode. What am I doing? Anyway, um, go to liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows there. Um, we're really two a week on the LAW, the Twilight Zone review. We're doing two. They usually release uh, every Tuesday. Two on a two on Tuesdays. I'll come up with some some slogan there that sounds like it's a alliteration that works. Tuesday, it's a Tuesday two for sounds like a radio show. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll think of something. Anyway, pretty much two episodes of the Twilight Zone review will drop every Tuesday on iTunes and YouTube. If you want to listen to the audio during a video of of an image, it's just. I just put it on there just in case people want to listen that way. People are. It's pretty popular on YouTube. Anyway, go there. Subscribe to that YouTube page, too. It's Loitering Wonderland on YouTube. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Anyway, go check it out. I have new holiday posters for, or, or holiday logos, I guess, for all the seasons. I just made them the other day. Not all of them yet, but we'll, I'll get there for a handful of them. They are fun. I'll, I'll throw them on the website at some point. Anyway, guys, uh, do all that stuff that I gave you. I, I like to give homework. And uh, give, pay, a, pay a stranger a compliment while you're at it. And then yell in a baby's face. Do those once, one right after another. Maybe it's probably easier to compliment the mother. Like, oh, your baby's beautiful. Fuck you, baby! Go to LWCS.com, baby! And then, then run off. And then uh, you did, your, you did your, your homework. You did your service to America. God loves you. Anyway. Um, until next time, in the meantime, I am Phoenix West, and I will see you later, citizens.